Hey, Adam, what do you have over there? Well, this is my Fozzie the Bear Pez dispenser. Is it the is it a vintage uh, without the feet or is it a, a new one? No, no, it's it's uh, it's new one, modern modern okay, era Fozzie so modern... Pez. But I needed it here with me uh, to remind me to be funny. I'm gonna really try and amp up the humor on this one. Okay, good because it's important that we try to put jokes in right and be funny. I feel like we're soft on humor, strong on toys. We really need to, <laughs> we need to get strengthen back. up the jokes. We need to get back to the roots of this podcast, which is just just comedy. So, so what what I'm going to attempt to do today, and what Fozzie is going to help remind me of, is I'm going to attempt to not say anything unless it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that. That would be a really funny challenge, actually, if <laughs> yeah. you were not allowed to say a single thing unless it was a joke. Right. Like, we're reviewing a figure, and you're like, I really like the um, the hinged ankle. <laughs> not. Like, can't gotcha. You just say, can't you say something sincerely for once? Maybe I should have brought uh, a little snare drum and cymbal, so that way, even if I didn't, do a joke. I could just rim shot. No, I can after top it, that. It... I can top that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna drop in sound effects each time you do a goof. It's gonna go waka waka. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Right on topic. That's why we've got uh, our little dashboard, Fozzie. <laughs> right. The saddest thing is that there actually is no Fozzie here. <laughs> right. And that that was a lie made up for the bit. Apparently, it was a bit. Okay. Which means I succeeded in my first right. joke. Okay, so we did a bit. All right. So far, so good on comedy podcast. Uh, 14 episodes in, and we are just figuring out uh, doing uh, how to do a comedy podcast. Yep. You so can just lie your well. way right through it. Uh, you know, improv is lying. That's, what, that's the first rule that they teach you. Yep. It's always lie. It's uh, complicated lying. I just found out there was or is a documentary on Netflix... All about Branson, Missouri. Holy shit, I need to watch and this. And the title of it is We Lie to Our Visitors or something like that. I have what? to look it up. Yeah, it's got a great title. but That's got to be just some weird pull quote from one of the people who works at the ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a bald knobbers usher and they're like... <laughs> No, one of the people who works at like the ticket call center outlet <laughs> oh, yeah. that like sells tickets in bulk to uh, um, gullible old people. If you're not like Branson adjacent, this won't be like quite as funny and and relevant to you. Yeah, we've got like but two people that will yeah, get this joke. There's but... some weird stuff going on down there in that Branson. Mm-hmm. It's a changing landscape. We know it as the place we go if we want. To look at a different Walmart or Target <laughs> right. for a change. If we want to get toys. to a Walmart or Target before the rest of the nerd boys do, we might occasionally attempt that one. But the not- trade-off is that those those Targets and Walmarts get everything years after our our Walmart and Target. <laughs> so, so if you want something really old, you go there. Yeah. If you want something new and good, you're shit out of luck no matter where you go in like the tri-state area. Right. You're like, oh man, I can't believe I found this figure from the Mandroid wave. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that would actually be kind of cool. Yeah, that's what I mean. You find <laughs> Black <rare> Widow, <laughs> what? <laughs> That'd be cool to have that, right? She's still valuable? I think so. I've got... I don't think it was a Mandroid one. I've got a Black Widow. 
Is it from It was an MCU. Set? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I know the one. For some reason that that single card, it was like the only single carded widow ever. Yeah. And it was just all kinds of valuable because of that. I don't know. Hey, before we get into starting to talk about toys. I'm not even I'm not even ready yet, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Go let's, ahead. I was going to say we got to start I'm the vamping. show right. I'm still vamping. Okay, okay. No, but what? I was just I was just saying we got to start the show right. We can't get into deep toy talk before we No, okay. Yeah, you're right. We were diving too much into toys and we weren't being funny. Nope. Got to tell uh, those jokes. <laughs> so, um all right. Just I'll do some improv. Okay. Um you know what I I did? I went and I downloaded a new video game. Oh yeah, what video game did you get? Uh, this I found this free. Uh, for some reason, it was a free video game on PlayStation Four Store. Uh, it's called Fortnite. One word or two words? Uh, I think it's F O R T underscore K N I G H T. Yeah, exactly. So, and it's about uh, I think you're a knight, a medieval. Okay, I got you. Um. But what they should have called this game is, you better hurry up in Minecraft real fast, because in 45 seconds, someone's going to shoot you in the head, and your game is going to be over. (laughs) Yeah. You will not respawn, and you'll have to start a new one. (laughs) And then you parachute back in, and try to build a little house again, and some asshole just runs up and shoots you while you're building your house. Yeah, you don't understand that that game's not about building houses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the the building is for nothing well, more bullshit. than the de, the building is nothing more than a defense a defensive throw up, play yeah. throw, throw up stuff as you're getting shot yeah, exactly and so instead of having a shield you're just throwing up walls <laughs> right all like around literal you. wooden metal and concrete wall it's like why even have the the gimmick why not just I don't know. my son plays that game every single weekend. And I, you're not in the you're not in the Fortnite fandom yet, but Fuck I've and I, I've been I forced into it by my son. And so there is a player who plays on computer, and his gamer tag is Ninja something. But I don't know. Maybe you've heard of him. Of but, course it is. No, no. Uh, Ninja something. Just you know, a competitive player, one of the greatest players in the world, or whatever. Uh, so anyway, my son's been playing on console for a while and yeah. for some reason has a very misguided arrogance about his ability to play this game. He's not bad, but... I, I hate to see him go up against Ninja 420. Well, here's here's what he said the other day. He was like, Dad, I thought about this while I was playing Fortnite and I'm pretty much the console ninja. <laughs> he thought he was this guy... But for PS4, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, the the if you uh, relatively, I guess maybe like the the learning curve is different. Uh, you have to like uh, uh, transpose it to console terms. I don't know. I'll Aren't say, people super snobby about that? I'll say he's the Midwest ten and under console <laughs> yeah. ninja. He would do great in that category in the world. In the World Series of right. Fortnite, the the ten and under, how good is he at throwing up those walls? He's okay. He could he could be better. <laughs> You're like son. Let me give me some pointers on how to do Fortnite. Better. Now ask me how good he is at trash talking his teammates when they let him die. Oh, probably the absolute best. I'm the best. Okay. How many swears does he use? Per he minute? doesn't use swears, mm. um, but he does use like 
uh, swear replacements like Mother Trucker, <laughs> Fudge. Um, Is it like a bunch of young kids on there? I think he plays with all ages, but he met a kid from New Jersey and they've just become legitimate best friends. They play every single week. Hey, weekend. I'm building walls over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no joke. Uh, I Everyone that I that was murdering me last night had to have been half my age, I'm now realizing. Yeah. It was really sad. Mostly they were just using the stair building function to like run up mountains and yeah. create stairs as they go. Man, I hate it when kids are good at video games and better than <laughs> Well, you're just getting started. You'll be you better one day. You know how fucking day. good I am at single-player games like Zelda and Skyrim? We'll never know because no one can no one actually can play, see you to quantify that. If you if if Skyrim was a PVP, I would defy anyone to take on my level 99 Dark Elf or my Link character. They should absolutely make a battle, uh, Elder Scrolls Battle Royale game where you can port in characters from. Oh my god. That would be amazing. That would just be ridiculous. I mean, I guess. No, we need to petition for this right now. They did make the bad Elder Scrolls Online game or. Different. I'm talking Battle Royale. Okay. Yeah. An arena type thing. Yep. It would just be the same. I'd just be murdered in 15 seconds. <laughs> oh, but you just said you you challenge I anyone. Mean, well, if I could bring in my dark elf, I don't know. <laughs> no guest again. It's okay. No guests. We don't have to have them every time. Especially no, when I'm really going to up the funny now. Yeah, we're going to uh, do enough funny for three people. Yep. We'll talk. I want. I wanted to talk about dream guests at some point. Okay. We, we should get back around to that if we could have anyone on. Man. Just be thinking. At first, before I realized you said back around to that, I thought Mm -hmm. you said we should get Beck. (laughs) We should get And I was like, you know, actually, I don't know how much of a collector he is, but Beck would be a pretty cool guest. He's a pretty big collector. Yeah, we should get him. He's probably not that hard to get, (laughs) right? Probably not. Would be like the uh, Eric Andre show where kind of these like D-list celebrities sometimes stumble on. They're not realizing what they're getting themselves (laughs) into. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the same with Tim and Eric. Although, I don't, I don't know. Beck has, like, Grammys and stuff, though. Yeah. He's probably too... He'd probably act too good for us, but we'd be like... We know. We know you collect, bro. We know you're a Dorcas. So, I guess we'll play the theme song, and here's the deal with the theme song. Uh, I can't play it now, because it doesn't exist in a finished state yet. By the time you hear it, um, maybe you'll be hearing a theme song. You've been finally. teasing that. For I know. A month. I'm going to continue to tease it. Uh, the the some of the file trans there's file transfer issues, but here's what I'll tease. Um, me and my band did a recording of the instruments, so that part is down <laughs> okay. somewhere. This isn't very funny. File transferred, not a great well to go to for jokes. But um, it is true that there's a there is a song. It needs some vocals on it. It's um, mostly mostly my bandmate wrote it, and then the rest of us worked on it. So anyway, maybe you'll hear that now. I'm not holding my breath. Okay, here it goes.
listener questions today frantically. Mate, should we give more than like a few hours notice? Is that what we're doing wrong? I mean, I don't think so. Actually, I, I mean, I did it this morning. I mean, not on Twitter because unless I'm unless I'm like expected to retweet it every like twice a day for three days or something because yeah, people just that gets lost in a timeline and never gets seen again. Yeah, Here, I think the main thing we're doing wrong is not enough uh, listeners. <laughs> yeah, that can and not enough people reading the tweets. But I put it out on Instagram. Um, I got kind of two last minute questions from people i know but i still like the questions yeah you didn't get any any bites on twitter no nothing it's i've i've gotten diminishing returns with that like the first time i (laughs) asked um i had several people comment the last time uh not as many and then this time not a single i I got one like on it which we've talked about that before how frustrating that is when you like ask a direct question someone just likes it we didn't ask for likes we asked for (laughs) questions I think we overstayed our welcome with like the asking for questions. I think people were okay with it for like a one An episode. They were yeah. like, "I thought this was a one-time thing." I I'm didn't realize a- you guys were going to be wanting me to ask about bombshells. Re- really, it's just we've run out of content, and we need you to help us create it. So come on, work with us here, people. Yeah, we'll we'll joke about any toy question. Um. But I got a few last minute. Um, Some of them may or may not be from someone I'm married to. (laughs) Cheater. Uh, I'll take whatever I can get. The first one reads from Anonymous, person that I may or may not be married to. What is the best toy in the world and why? I need to know. Why did you say it like that? Because that's how it's written. I need to know all caps. There's no punctuation. What is the best toy in the world and why? I need to know. Man. That's a... I mean, that's an impossible... I don't even think she was taking it seriously when she wrote that. I mean, are we talking about of all time? Yeah, however you want to define it. Well, then clearly the answer is the face pieces from the original Mr. Potato Head. (laughs) I don't even know if that counts as a toy. (laughs) Those are like just like art objects, yeah, that you stick into uh, rooted vegetables. That's it's kind of like if you smashed a Marvel Legends into a million pieces and threw half of them away, and then looked at the remaining pieces and said, "This is a great toy." <laughs> okay, so uh, I don't count that. No, do it again. Um, I'm I'm racking my brains. Yeah, this is tough because you've got, you know, the entire toy history going for you. I'm trying to think of what toys I always enjoyed I mean, the most. It's hard. You you can't. You could do a lot worse than Michael Keaton as Batman 1989 with a little yellow belt that had the thing that oh, came out. Oh, yeah. You're not talking about the, the neck of Michael Keaton. You're talking about no, the I'm talking original about the old school. Yeah. yeah. And then the one that I had, uh, I think it was, i trying to remember which ones I had. They're all gone now. I think the cool kids had the one with the cool belt. And what I had was the one that Michael Keaton's chest comes off. Yeah. And it's just Michael Keaton wearing a weird shirt. Right. Yeah, I definitely... Have you ever seen anyone... Like, they... so, And it's probably just, like, 
homemade, but someone made a shirt that looks yes. like that shirt. And I, I saw it like brilliant. on Redbubble, I think. Yeah. I want it. I want to own it. Yeah, it was I one of those things yeah. like, I don't like graphic tees, but I was like, that I don't either. Yeah. one like, is pretty because good. Because you're not, you're not going to know... It's just going to look like a weird shirt unless you know. And yeah. And you're going to be like, And hey, you'll always know that person's going to walk by and kind they're of gonna give you that nod. They're going to wink at you. And they're going to say, hey, hey, buddy, I know. Yeah. I know. And then they're just going to fist bump you and say, childhood. Um, Let's talk about what scene should Michael Keaton have worn that shirt in the movie. So it was not in the movie whatsoever, was right, it? Right, no. It was just made, okay, obviously yeah. it was made up for a toy. Uh, the scene, It should have been his party shirt. <laughs> right toward the beginning when he meets vicky vale for the first time yeah they, they're in that armory where they're like making fun of the suits exactly. and he's like he's like that that one came from japan i know because i bought it and they turn around he just got this kick-ass shirt with this <laughs> and design she's like it. um you seem a little under, <laughs> underdressed We're all in aren't tuxedos. you and he's like this is my party shirt <laughs> this is a uh this is a ten thousand dollar fendi italian shirt I don't even know if those words made sense. But <laughs> it, it didn't, but it would make sense. If you're in the fashion sense. world, you know. Listen, when you're writing for movies, you just got to make it sound You got to make it snappy, yeah. Fendi, all these funny words, Italian. If there was a real best toy in the world, I don't know. I shouldn't allow this question to keep me awake at night. Well, actually, now that you say Does that. Toy Fair tell you? It does, at least in one issue. Let me it's see. probably going to say, like, the first G.I. Joe or yep. something. So, this is... We're looking at Toy Fair Magazine. March 2004, issue 79. And according to them... The endless well of The toy of the year in 2004 was what? Unicron. Okay. So, a Transformer. Yeah. But from that, Transformers Armada. That's hardly of all time. You're, well, yeah, it's Toy of the Year. So of, of two thousand four, a a lean year for good toys. I'm I'm betting. Well, I mean, there's an entire award segment in there. <laughs> but it would be so weird to have to like come up with the best ones. I guess you worked with what you you had. You yeah, like, I'm happy to have this shitty uh, Toby Maguire doll. Man, my favorite toy growing up was a stuffed animal, so that can't count. <laughs> uh, the question wasn't, what was your favorite childhood? Although it could be. You could interpret yeah, it that way. Sure. Yeah. Stuffed animal. Stuffed Snoopy. Next next question. <laughs> um, uh, monster in my... No, it wasn't Monster in My Pocket. We've talked about this before. My Pet Monster. My Pet Monster. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. I did... Uh, man, I loved... And I'm, I've joked about this on Twitter before. I loved compact, like miniature compact toys. And I'm Mighty not Mighty sh- Max. Mighty Max was great. Um, Too small. S- Star Trek Inner Space when they made those little miniature. Yeah, these things. I missed entirely. But uh, they were like micro machines. Teenage type. Mutant Ninja Turtle, like mini mutants. They make because you know they That's always so came with like playsets too. Yeah, like some sort of clamshell playset. Yeah. Uh, Micro Machines had these figures called Z-Bots, which were yes, like little... those I had. I loved those. Those dudes were dope, because they're like die-cast, I think. Yeah. Like, I had normal size action figures, but everything I remember all playing with a ton was like mini Can I... Figures. Okay. Speaking of mini, can I piggyback one more question onto that? Because yeah. it kind of goes with that. Favorite slash best blind box trinkets... Pop vinyl figures, are they annoying yet? I guess she tried to sneak two questions in there back to back, but I'll I'll focus on the first one first. What are the best 
blind box things these days. You know, they're all the rage. These little things, you don't know what you're getting before you buy it. I'm over blind boxes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, interesting answer. And I think that's partially what she was searching for. But is it, does it have anything to do with that? It's a total and complete scam and money yes. sinkhole? Okay. Yes, that's exactly I what thought it's maybe it was that. It's because uh, I really wanted the Disney afternoon mystery minis, and I spent a bunch of money on them and realized because of the rarity they build into some of those, like, Man, you just have to spend so much money to find. St- and you yeah. talked about this. You tried to find I those Fallout the, ones. Yeah, and the Rick and Mortys. And I'm yeah, the Fallouts and the Rick and Mortys. What a what a waste. <laughs> and I got so frustrated with it that I just put all of them, all of my Funko products in a box, and just, just thought I never want to look at any of you ever again. <laughs> put it in a box, sealed it, tossed it in the garage, <laughs> yeah. screamed at it. And it's left. making the Jumanji thumping out there. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> I'm not coming out there. There's a. Middle-aged man trapped inside the box. <laughs> Finally, I'm free. Um, especially Funko. I think there are some companies, some of the more esoteric, smaller companies that are making some really cool things. Um, I will stand behind the uh, Cryptozoic's little bombshells. Okay, and they're just well are they, crafted. Oh, they're yeah, they're the canisters. Those, those yeah. guys over there, the little yeah, they come in little tin cans. Uh, I'll stand behind those. I think maybe it's Funko that's giving everyone a bad taste in their mouth about the overabundance, oversaturation of the blind toys. And I will say, I think, although I don't collect them, I think the Lego minifigures are pretty fun. Yeah, those and Lego gets a pass. The I like the DC Imagine X figures too, although I don't. I only get a couple of those. Um, Yeah. I don't collect the Imagine X like normal, like what they're trying to do with like the Lego minifigures where they're trying to make just like quirky little characters. But the DC stuff is. Here's the thing about those, though. I thought it was an awesome idea. And I was like, I'm so glad they finally did this. But I only ever see like series two now. Yeah. And like no other series ever. And series two doesn't have like a single character that I want whatsoever. So there's no incentive for me to buy it. Yeah. And really, I only bought series three because looking for that Mr. Miracle and I found him. But then, uh, I don't know, last week or something, I was at a Walmart and they still had the two pack with the dark side and the parademon. And so uh-huh. I bought it was like five bucks, and so I bought that. So now I have a Imagine X. Not a bad price. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, a little Daredevil and Mister Miracle. Not Daredevil. Daredevil. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, put Daredevil in there. <laughs> uh, Dark Side really and Mister Miracle. Uh, I think <laughs> I think I called him the wrong name last time, and you like got pissed at me. <laughs> you know that big bad from DC. We don't remember who he is, but you guys get it. Wait, oh, you were calling Dark Side Daredevil? Yeah. Okay. You called Mr. Miracle something wrong. I called him. It's only because mi- it was a dick. I called word. him Miracle Man. Yeah, which is very close. You got to admit they're almost y- the same. Yeah, guy. your your boo boo was worse was better than my boo boo. <laughs> Daredevil and Darkseid are practically the same character. <laughs> right? In one of those times when DC just ripped right In off fact, Marvel, I think Mar- I think Stan Lee actually sued DC because he was like Darkseid. That uh, that's just a. a a wholesale knockoff of my character Daredevil, the man without fear, true <laughs> yeah. believers. Yep. That's when exactly Darkseid whips care. out those batons in those early issues, it's... You made a blind, craggy-faced <laughs> villain? 
Uh, and he's a lawyer, too. <laughs> Apocalypse attorney. <laughs> attorney at law. Yeah. Dark side attorney at law. It's an adult swim show waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> I can hear the why does it? Why doesn't that happen? Because uh, it's not 2001 anymore. Oh, you're right. You're right. That kind of we've moved away from that type of humor. That Hanna Barbera, <laughs> yeah, uh, mashup, <laughs> weird. We've moved away from it, and DC has glommed onto it. <laughs> I will defend uh, uh, Mark Russell's Flintstones miniseries uh, to the death. One of the best comics I ever read. How's uh, Jetsons going? Not good. Not good. Not good. <laughs> See, I, w- I was waiting for the trade, because, and I picked up both Flintstone issues solely on your recommendation. I haven't read them yet. Oh, dude, just ch- check them out and tell me what you think. Yeah, I mean, I've got them sitting on my bookshelf, the trades of them. And I thought, oh, cool. Well, I like, like Jetsons, one. too. Just, yeah. So when that trade comes out, I'll get that. Well, but now you're, like, now you're ruining my hopes. I should, I should give you, like, the first few Jetsons, and you should look at them and... Tell me if you think there's something wrong. I just get the feeling that, like, something is off when I'm reading them. Like, the art is really weird and not in a good weird way. Okay. Like, almost bordering on amateurish. I don't mean to sound mean, but, like, God, it's DC Comics, people. <laughs> um, and the writing, I'm not even going to name names, but it's not my favorite writer. And it seemed... It all seemed kind of slapped together, and it could have been really, really good, you know? It's the fucking Jetsons. It's it's sci-fi. Right. And gotcha. when they were like, there's going to be a kind of utopia, dystopia bent to it, I was like, okay, cool. I'm on board for this. That's what I always wanted. I think that's how we always saw it. Uh, we, we all saw the Jetsons, and we assumed that the people living in the clouds were... Um, uh, the utopians and the rest of the world was living beneath in a sort of a hell type state. <laughs> right. That's that was just the basic assumption, right? Did you ever see the movie that came out like in the late nineties, mid late nineties? It wasn't a crossover 90s, movie, was it? No, no, no. I think I did, but I don't remember it very well. Did it uh, address the uh, hellscape Earth beneath? I believe so. there was a weird like mining thing where there, but I it might have been a different planet. Anyway. I know you're wondering why I'm flipping through these toy magazines over here. And yeah. I just thought, since you're such a big fan of the Flintstones, I would yeah, show Yeah, get you, me back on topic, please. I would show you this figure from issue 110, oh, man. Uh, October 2006. And this is from the Rocky Two line by Jax Pacific. Jax Pacific, okay. They, they've been around for a while. Oh... <laughs> And what he's looking at is Rocky and a Fred Flintstone outfit. <laughs> I'm going to try to describe. Okay, we got a whole page spread of Rocky Two by Jack Pacific. Uh, we got Apollo Creed looking like Apollo Creed, and then it says Caveman Rocky. <laughs> uh, and I guess that's Sly Stallone in Fred Flintstone's uniform, which okay, with I've a club. S- I've seen Rocky Two one time, and I'm pretty sure that he does wear that at some point but the fact that they made it a figure is oh, so absurd wait the, in the movie Ro- okay so this is how dumb i am i guess i didn't even know that this was canon i guess mm-hmm. was it like a halloween party with rocky yeah like, i think it was like oh hey. he's he's big and famous now let's let's parade him around in ridiculous outfits like <laughs> and fred what they flintstone. landed on was fred flintstone yeah and in typical toy fair fashion they got a speech bubble coming out of his mouth he says I- i'm gonna try to do this i'm 
Some blonde guy tried to steal my fruity pebbles, so I brained him to death. <laughs> Jesus. That is some dark shit, Toy Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Why is brained like... The word brained is bold and italicized. I don't know. You know what? He d- he doesn't... He may be all buff, but he doesn't fill out the toga like Fred Flintstone did. I really need, when we're done recording, to look up and see how much a Fred Flintstone Rocky Balboa goes Look for. right now. Okay, well. We'll wait. I'll wait. You know what? I'll just vamp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my... Okay. Let's gamble a okay. little bit. Okay. My guess is twenty-five cents plus shipping. No, come on. Okay, bidding starts at ninety-nine cents. Unless that's an incoming thing. That was an incoming page, so there's a chance this figure never saw the okay, light of day. That would be the best case scenario. It was it was never released. And somebody has a prototype that's worth a million dollars. Rare uh Fred Flintstone Rocky. Okay, sorry. And then of course there's the inevitable knockoffs where somebody in China, just uh, puts a toga on a regular Rocky. Um, let's see. There's lots of Rocky two figures. I'm not seeing the Fred Flintstone yet. Oh, there he is. Well, he came out different <laughs> than the uh, than the incoming picture. I'll just say that. Let me see. That was probably like a mock up that they had in the magazine. It says it was an exclusive. Uh. To what? Um, Kmart. Please say Kmart. I don't know. It doesn't say. Anyway, he's $100. Can I see what he looks like? Well, damn. Okay. I stand corrected. And this is mint on card. He looks a lot worse than this? Yeah. It's like more... The the coloring of the... The coloring is wrong. He's yellow. Is yellow. He's got a headband. He's got... He's got like a helmet. Oh, is that a headband? Or I thought it was a helmet. Oh, the bat. If you look on the back... It looks like the that's the picture from Toy Fair. I wonder if that was a variant. Like the ex, the the exclusive is that it was a variant. Oh yeah, it's limited. Uh, they only made eighteen hundred. That's why uh, only eighteen hundred of these bad boys ever made. I what I love is that it says Rocky Balboa as caveman. They could not <laughs> right could not get the of course licensing not. rights. To the name Fred Flintstone. But yeah, it's funny that they use the promotional image on the back where the tunic doesn't even drape over the same shoulder as, yeah, as on, on the actual figure. Get it together, Jack Pacific. Interesting. Okay, well. Still on your bullshit. Now we know. Well, I feel like I've been kind of dominating the deciding what we talk about. I have... We have some things we want to review. Some new, yeah, new to us at least figures. Let's do that because most of my stuff is coming from this pile of Toy Fair, and okay, I feel like we'll, we shouldn't stay. We'll stagger too it, but close we'll, to that. we'll get we'll get in there. So I know I haven't been buying toys, but I got a very special gift, um, and I want to talk about how much I love my new friend Batwoman. Oh, there she sweet. is. Uh. From Mattel. Gonna get my hands on her. Get your get get in there. DC Multiverse series has first of all, they have a brand new box. They got a new look. And man, they really went nuts with this. I'm I can't really describe <laughs> non visually what they've done here, but they've necessitated about eight more pieces of tape to hold this together. <laughs> right. By having all these angles on the box, 
there's like eight more angles <laughs> to this jagged box that weren't there. I'm not sure why, but it's it's neat, I guess. Yeah, it's a good-looking box. I think it will stand out on a shelf. Yeah, it will, like on a, a retail shelf for sure. But... I mean, I'm not going to keep anything in box. I don't know. It's an improvement for the last from the last one. I'll just yeah. say that. Um, like a slight improvement. The last one was fine by me. I'm not like I'm not keeping anything in there except for Super Friends Batman. <laughs> I don't know why. Um. So anyway, box aside. Oh, it's got it does have cool art on it, but it's like the same four pictures of Batwoman repeated. Oh, it's yeah. the same picture of Batwoman repeated four times. <laughs> on oh, that's not. I don't like that. Now it is good art, but yeah, it's just like all every single side has this picture of her. Um, it's the clay face wave because like gotta build me that clay face. Super excited about that. You're on your way. Yeah, I'm one figure in toward my clay face. She came with both those pieces. Yes, so she comes with Clayface's head and his and his, and his butt, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, uh, speaking of, last time we talked about these goofy little bios on the back. Where they've run out of space, and so they just write like one really vague, weird sentence. Yeah, they they did a weird pull, like they just do like random story pulls on these characters. <laughs> for, they don't give you a good overview. They they have Batwoman trademark must return to the darkest place of her past to prevent the spread of the new bioweapon Monster Venom. That is a that does seem very uh, panel specific. Yeah, and Monster Venom is in bold. It's like, does it come with Monster Venom? Right. Like, Where's is that part of this Venom? line? What is this? No, it's just regular bat. Like, it could be Batwoman from anything. Well, you need to get the rest of the boxes and see because maybe they're slowly telling a story. Like, <laughs> what if that would actually be interesting? If you put all the bios together and they made, and they made like a, a really comic. brief, <laughs> yeah, comic. Now, I I think they're talking about a Night of the Monster Men, which was you know a, a few issues in a, in uh, detective you know, several years ago, yeah, that are long forgotten by now. But uh, I guess that's what they decided that this Batwoman was doing at this particular moment when she was trapped inside this box. Um, but she looks like your standard Batwoman that you want Batwoman to look like. I should talk about how Mattel Mattel done changed their game up. Have you noticed that? Yeah. The way they they're making figures differently. Like they they're basically restarting their recipe from the ground up. Which I thought was kind of obvious by changing the entire box to include yeah, you know, this but I mean, they've changed boxes the before and still use the same molds over yeah. and over again. Now they are like from the ground up just doing it. Although I think I've seen this suit body on Two-Face before, but what are you going to do? Um, So the female, <laughs> the female body, uh, <laughs> the female body sculpt bucks, whatever you want to call them for Mattel used to be i don't know kind of dumb um but they are i think they're trying to be a lot more like marvel legends um in certain respects the instead of the goofy ab crunch that they used to have on the women uh, there's now 
I don't, what do you call this? A boob swivel? The the yeah, the bust sits on top of the torso. I'm gonna call it the under boob swivel. It's not a sw- it's not really a swivel though. It's it's like a Marvel Legend where they they move all around um, right below the uh, what what's the medical term for it? Uh, the the jug, the Bresticus maxima, Maximus. Yeah, I like what you said better. That sounded. <laughs> you just said jug. <laughs> <laughs> right, right below the jug area, there's they've cut off, and Batwoman can swivel all around. So more range of motion than their female figures used to be. That's a plus already. Um, we got double hinged knees. Nice. Um, like for the first fucking time. Which I feel like should be the standard for any bat family at least. Yeah. Maybe maybe Two-Face doesn't need double jointed knees, but the I mean, bat family absolutely. If you want your Two-Face to run, he does. Um, And this, this took Mattel, what, since how long have they been making toys? <laughs> Um, and Marvel Legends has been doing the double joints since like 2005. I don't know. Yeah. Earlier than that. Um, the arms are kind of the same style as Marvel Legends um, standard female arm. It's not a double jointed elbow like the men get. I mean, I'm not trying to cry sexism here, but the men get a double jointed elbow. You know what I mean? Well, yes, I know what you mean. <laughs> I was going to go joke there, but I decided to play it safe. <laughs> no, let's hear your very offensive joke about the female elbow. <laughs> uh, you can keep it to yourself. Yeah, no, I'm going to keep it to myself. Uh, save it for later. <laughs> <laughs> no bicep swivel, but that's okay, whatever. Her belt looks good. It looks like Batwoman's belt. Imagine that. It's it's detailed. Um, her paint overall, I mean, there's red and black, and her hair's got like some paint wash detail yeah it's definitely a two color palette for yeah sure i guess the the flesh tone of the face but and that's what batwoman is so i get it but yeah they they've done the really um i think they got this right the really pale skin that batwoman's like a bone white skin you know for some reason she yeah. has so they've they've kind of got that which is good um oh the the wrists um, have a a hinge Marvel Legends style for like the first time ever for yeah. Mattel. Um. Oh, but you know what? Something that they're doing that they've been doing for a while that Mattel hasn't even mastered this sort of technology. They have eliminated the peg hole. Have you noticed this? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh. You don't see where they've inserted pegs on the knee. Elbow and other joints. Um, it's just smooth plastic over it. Like wow. sometimes with customs, people and I've done it too. Will like put um, sculpt or whatever over that and let it dry, so you don't see the pegs anymore and paint over it. How they get? How they accomplish this in the factory? I may never understand. <laughs> right. That's a pretty interesting. That's a may, good trick. I may have to like pull some of these apart oh god you're gonna destroy that that woman i'm gonna tear her the fuck up um but yeah i mean in okay in one way that's really cool that they've i think they've like gone the extra mile to make it look more seamless right yep um 
from a customizer's perspective, when you make the peg sort of unavailable, you can't remove it as easily and customize your figure and, and like, um, swap stuff out, you know, like, do you think they're trying to limit customization? Oh, if they are, fuck them. Whereas I think Marvel seems to, or Hasbro seems to like clearly be almost pandering to customize. They're making it really easy (laughs) because every Marvel Legends head pops right off and another head just pops right on. They they pack extra heads, they pack extra hands, yeah. everything comes apart really easy. And it's kinda like yeah, modular, like pick and mix. And uh, they have and they ha reuse so many parts and pieces themselves. It's just like yeah. they're all over the place. Um not that they don't make some great stuff, because of course they do. Um but with Mattel's DC stuff, um, you try to take a head off of those, there is a 75% chance you will break the neck joint. Like, there's almost no good way to get it off there. And, and then that and then that uh, red ink sprays all over you and the alarm goes off. It's a real pain in the yeah. ass. Yeah, all I'm trying to do is some head swaps in the middle of Target. <laughs> and they got to bring the law into this. Right. It's like, can't we be civil here, people? Um, so yeah, Adam's over there flopping around Batwoman's floppity head. Okay, so you did a good job going through the pros on the uh, on this figure. Let yeah. me give you a couple cons. All right, uh, tell it to be straight, Doc. You mentioned <laughs> uh, you mentioned the uh, jug swivel, <laughs> and I feel like it creates kind of a weird gap under there. Like there is a gap, and that that's true for a lot of Marvel Legends too. If you're bending her swivel so far, you will. I don't know. See I a gap I feel sometimes. like even more so than a Marvel Legends. Yeah, this appears that her upper torso is just kind of floating on top well, of her lower yeah, torso. Yeah, just don't bend her that. F- but I see what you mean. Also, is her head spring-loaded, Blake? Why? <laughs> well, it's supposed to be a bobblehead. That's why it's kind of jiggling around so much. <laughs> what you do is you put her on her d- on your dashboard, and she's oh, just kind of oh, a fun yeah, accessory. Oh, yeah, look at that. She just yeah, look at her she go. says yes. Oh, yeah. She'll just not <laughs> ride out yet. If, if you have this Batwoman, write into me and uh, at Toy Vandal Instagram. Is your Batwoman's head as jiggly as mine is? Yeah. It's just kind of here's what it is. The head is very snug on the peg. It's the peg itself is here, let me show yeah, you. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's on some sort of like spring or something. Okay, so even yeah, Batwoman's head is supposed to be swapped because it comes with an extra head, which I'll get to in a second. But you pop it off, and God, it's on, I almost feel like I'm gonna break the peg just popping your head off there. Um and the peg is really loose in there and like jiggling all around yeah so that's the reason for the head jig what i think i meant to do was just like squirt some super glue in there and make the just make it a little more tight in there that seems like a quick way to get a head that doesn't move at all but yeah no, you, no, you no, do no, no, you no. man the head will still move right because it'll be on the ball joint yeah at the top. and the peg will still move, but it'll be more like more encumbered. It won't be so loosey goosey. You know what yeah. I mean? It's an age old toy customizer's trick. You wouldn't understand, but it's called <laughs> super glue. You buy it at the supermarket. I know what super glue is. Okay. Well, um, just a real quick ad break. Um, 
Blake uses Loctite super glue with the gel control because mm. it uh, goes on real smooth. And no mess, no muss. Um, it's got to be Loctite. All right. <laughs> We're back to the show. Um, and yeah, I'll super glue that later. But let's talk about her second head. Um, now, Batwoman, being one of my favorite characters to follow since forever, has gone through some very interesting changes with her hair. Um, casual fans, um, casuals as we call them, uh, may think that the long flowing red hair is, um, Kate Kane, um, that one's real name, Kate Kane's real hair. It is not as a wig attached to her cowl. Um, beneath she had this sort of rockabilly bob, um, for a while, like her, I don't know, her first decade of existence. And then, um, because she's always had a military background, they gave her this really badass, like jarhead, don't fuck with me, um, buzz cut. And that's the alternate head we get here. Um, so that that's pretty cool that that's included. It's still jiggling all around and bothering me a bit. <laughs> right. But look in that face for me and tell me if those are, are the eyes and the look of a cold blooded, uh, Huh. Like military woman who's uh who's ready to pull the trigger at a moment's notice. No, she actually looks kind of sweet. She's a little too friendly. I don't yeah. know if sweet is the word. Look at those it's too friendly doe eyes. She, she's she's not very friendly in she's the comics. Adorable, don't you think so? <laughs> yep, she's nodding. He's forcing she's... her to shake her head. Yes. Because that's all she can do. She can't go... No, she can go side to side, but she very easily goes up and down. The paint job... Um, I, I sense that people are going to be redoing this paint job a lot. I don't know. Is it just... Am I wrong for thinking that this is, like, not not so great? Like, I don't want to display her unmasked head because it's kind of... The face is just kind of goofily painted? I don't know. If I was a guy that was a face painter uh-huh. i would probably fix it up but as i'm just typically a guy that pulls it tries to find the best example i can in the box and then just display that right i didn't get to see if there were other it'd be interesting to see if there are um different variations on this paint job in the store that are like i don't think it's messed up or like uh, i don't think there are any factory errors or anything like that I I just think they made her look a little too friendly. Like, here's all that I would want is just kind of like a battle ready. Like, I'm gonna kick your ass. Look, it's like that's not that much to ask, is it? What about an action head where she's just like screaming or something? Like, yeah, like a battle cry. Yeah, I get that's fine as long as her. It's the eyebrows where they always fuck up. That's my biggest disappointment with the mythic legions line is that Mm -hmm. there are they're all built with tons of armor and weapons and all of them just look like "Eh, they're taking a casual break like none of them look like they're just pissed and fucking ready to murder someone um well you're talking about when you really get the when you get the finished product like actually in the mail yeah. All I mostly just know them from like the solicit pictures that they show, which of course they've always got their best painted faces yeah. in those pictures. 
Um, and from what I've seen, they're either wearing a helmet, so it doesn't matter. Right, most, there's a lot of Or helmets. they're a skeleton, and so <laughs> the idea of painted face is moot. Um, well, a lot of them look kind of battle-ready. Some of them look like friendly dwarves, I don't know. I'd be a friend with some of those guys. They all just have very stoic faces, yeah. just kind of... I like an action pose on the face. Give me some... I want alternate heads is what I want. I want the stoic face, and then I want one that's screaming bloody murder. Yeah, that I that's that's good uh, option too. Of course, they're not just. I can understand why they don't include tin heads for <laughs> right. for our every whim, even though they should. Yeah, the instead the alternate them. alternate heads we get, which I understand for economics purposes, yeah. makes sense. You get in a lot of cases, if you get an alternate head, it's usually just a helmet. You know, you yeah. get like a yeah. helmeted head instead, but. And it's like they should just start like releasing them blank, and then be like, "Paint your own expression." Yeah, <laughs> and it like includes a, a sharpie. <laughs> it's like those, um, like those blank uh, vinyl figurines. But uh, yeah, I can see why so many people repaint faces. Anyway, I wish I was good at it. I've been just yeah. I can't do it worth a shit. The detail is so so small. God, it's hard. My hands they shake so much. I'll be displaying her with her cowl on, I think, for the foreseeable future. Um, I would. She looks. She looks pretty action ready and and pissed off in that mm-hmm. on that head. Um, displaying her with my bat fam over there. Can't wait to get uh, spoiler to go with her. Can't wait to finish Clayface, part of the team. Um, no spoilers for what's going on in the comics right now. <laughs> um, who else is? So they're doing spoiler. We know that. Oh, I've already got Batwing. He's on the team. Um, maybe they'll do an orphan. That they should do an an or you know Cassandra Kane. I don't. Do you read those ones? No, unfortunately not. Cassandra. Kane. I keep up with the the regular Batman title right, right, right. through trades. I don't even collect right. floppies well, of those. Right. So. Um, she before New Fifty Two, she was known as uh, she was Batgirl, and she was also Black Bat. Now she's back as someone called Orphan. Anyway, they should do her. She's, okay. She she looks cool. She's pretty cool looking. Um. Oh, and Asriel. I don't know. These are ones we may maybe we'll get them. I don't know. They're starting to do the more like third tier characters. But they're also. I mean that they're also have you know the entire DC universe to worry about too beyond yeah. just the Batman yeah. uh, family. Oh, you know I almost. Freaking forgot, just freaking Robin, Tim Drake. Yeah. Like, make him, make him next. Like, he's Robin for the love of God. I mean, I guess it's Red Robin now, but like, still, he's like Batman's right hand man in the books. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't be that hard. Give us a Tim Drake. It's been a really long time since there was any sort of Tim Drake, I, I feel like. Just not a fan favorite. Sure, he is. He's Tim Drake. Everyone loves him. No, they like Nightwing more. <laughs> right. They like Damien more. I don't know. He's probably the least popular Robin. They want Jason Todd's, but we don't get him either. Tim but- Tim Drake, for me being not a huge Batman fan, is definitely my least favorite Robin. Uh, I mean, yeah, probably just because least interesting. He's smart. He's good with computers and stuff. That's his thing. <laughs> okay, well there you he's go. He's super smart with computers. That's his deal. Um. So what should we do? Should we take a break? Maybe, yeah, let's take a break. Maybe we'll come t- back with fresh eyes. We'll talk about a, a quest. 
a few more questions and maybe a few more figures and wrap up. I don't know. <laughs> Try not to sound so excited about Somehow, it. Somehow, yeah, what what the fuck ever. We gotta get, I see, don't know. This is what always happens. We always start real energetic and by the end well, of it, we're just what? like... I run out of steam. <laughs> it's like... It's like 9.30 at night. Oh my god. That's like... I gotta be at work in like three hours. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't work. Uh, anyway... Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. And since I forgot to introduce us, how do I introduce us? Hang on. I got this. Okay, I'm going to tell you real quick. No, I got it. I can do it from memory. Welcome back to Shelf Life, a collector's podcast. I am your host, Blake Walker, and the Spider-Man to my unlicensed Korean Spider-Male figure, Adam Timish. You did it backwards, Wait, but that's all right. No, that's okay. I can be... Uh, I can supposed be self- to insult me. I can be self-deprecating. I, I oh, wanted well, to be nice I, that time. I accept it. I'm, I accept We're usually compliment. mean to each other, and sometimes like... No, I, I think it was Mexican. I think someone told me about a Mexican knockoff figure called Spider Male. So I would just <laughs> okay. thought I would include that little little tidbit. But that's you, not me. Um right. <laughs> I am the Spider Male. Yes. I just wanted to make that clear. Spider Man, you're Spider Male. Um Adam and Blake the, the uh are our names. The show is called Shelf Life, since I forgot to say any of that. Uh, real quick, you want to knock out a listener question? Cause I got a good one. Sure. Someone asks, what is the best toy movie? Wait, it's toy story two. Okay. Well, thank you for cleaning that up. Follow up uh, question. Yeah. Can you think of any good toy movie where the toys do not come to life? Yes. Well, it depends on what you mean by come to life. <laughs> oh, man, we could do a whole hour on this, and I kind of want to. Well, we can save it for next we time. We should. Um, let's, make it, let's make it the shelf life after dark next time. Okay, we should. Um, <laughs> but just real quick, um, I want to say thank you, question asker, for um, telling us that, yeah, it's probably Toy Story 2. Eh. But... Uh, alternate answer, it's the movie Toys with Robin Williams. That's the, um... I would would argue that they do not come alive in that. That's what I was going to say. Because even at the battle scene... That's what I was going to say. At the battle scene at the end of it, that's... They're still just wound up and... They're always just... They're toys. They're doing what toys do. Right. They don't come to life. They're never autonomous. (laughs) But you could argue that they're... The factory itself is a character. Oh, and also there's Joan Cusack's character. Well, she's a robot. Oh, I spoiled it. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you really fucked that up for people that haven't seen toys yet. If you had toys in your Netflix queue... I am so sorry right now. You're now missing that... Really boring movie. Great, visually stunning. Uh, Worth the watch one time on a script level. Really, really weird. (laughs) And why did this movie happen? On a my childhood level, it's the best movie ever made. That's enough on that. Moving on.
Moving on to, let's get down to it and talk brass tacks. We're going to open up these magazines again that came to us from Buffalo's Collectibles. Thank you, Buffalo. Yep. And as I was telling you before we started the show, I found this thing I wanted to talk about on here. But I found it in my first like flip through of the magazines, and I could not find it for the life of me again. I flipped through them hundreds of times. I could not find this one little thing insert thought it was a fever dream yeah i thought maybe i had flipped through one of your copies of the magazine and missed it and yeah i didn't know where it was and then i finally discovered it tonight right before i came over and it was on that goddamn page that was stuck together from whatever whatever wildness buffalo collectibles was getting <sighs> I into i won't even get magazines. into it what year hey, was this speak from of the devil there's an asriel oh yeah the old the okay so was this like 2000 this is mattel this 2000 yeah, this is from issue 99, November 2005. Okay, yeah, I remember these old Batman, Superman, Asriel, Doomsday. Yep, they're pretty good looking. Who's the, is that Supergirl? Yeah, prototype. Oh, oh man, before they even had paint on And her. there's the world premiere Doomsday prototype. Yeah, and like, this was before they started making Doomsday bigger than the other right. figures. So, the, the four horsemen uh, were the ones that, I guess, sculpted these figures. Mm-hmm. Um, the so the, famous, like, select sculpt series from Mattel. Right. So they uh, have just a little insert here where they ask the four horsemen, which DC hero are you? Oh, excellent. So. I know how I'd answer. So let's, uh, okay, so H. Eric Cornboy Maze <laughs> says he's Captain Marvel. He was always my dad's favorite superhero, and I see him as a as kind of do- a dopey, immature lummox, Captain Marvel, not my dad. Plus, Captain Marvel's <laughs> known as the Big Red Cheese, and I freaking love cheese. Excuse me while I go fix me a sandwich. Excuse is spelled that way, and sandwich is spelled that way. I have a few questions. Okay. They they call Captain Marvel the Big Red Cheese? Apparently. <laughs> That's new to me. I guess that was back in the days when they called him Captain Marvel. <laughs> right, right. Before, yeah, this was 2005. Brand confusion caused I, them to call him Shazam. I wish we could touch base with the four horsemen and ask them how well this list still holds up. If they still think they're the same DC heroes. I stand by my love of sandwiches. <laughs> says Mace Boy. Okay. Corn Boy. Chris Dahlberg says Lobo. He's right. the ultimate party animal, cruising from <laughs> galaxy to galaxy, looking for the next good time and kicking the crap out of anything in his way. It doesn't get m- much more fun than that. Can I tell you something about Lobo? Yes. I have never read a Lobo comic, except for one, and I'll explain that in a second. Okay. Uh, and so I know literally nothing about Lobo. I know he's the main man. I know he likes to kick ass and take names he likes to frag right you he likes to frag you bastiches yeah which is an excellent segue into my point here the one title the one lobo title i've ever read is the lobo roadrunner <laughs> crossover oh, okay. that they good, did good good because that's a, a good mi- starting right, point that right. they recommend really that you works you into get lobo. into the character and i don't know all those catchphrases that you just listed off were mm-hmm. in that title a million times. Of course. And I found Lobo completely intolerable. <laughs> I I thought, see... this is a guy that looks really cool. And then I read that and thought, 
this solidifies that I will never read another Lobo title. It's like, okay, let's let's get into this character. What's this guy all about? I'm the main man, you bastard. What is that <laughs> sentence? What does that even mean? Yeah, literally every swing he threw, every punch he threw, swung. He whatever. said frag off every yeah. time his fist oh, sailed was, through the air. It was so annoying. I think Lobo is a character you literally had to get in on the ground floor on. And if you did, you're like a super fan. And you're like, L- uh, Lobo is the best, the coolest anti-hero. Fuck Deadpool. <laughs> I guess. Where's my Lobo movie? Okay, Eric Treadaway, going a little bit different direction here. Sandman. I always gravitated to the darker characters more than the flashier superheroes like Superman. To be able to affect reality and the dream realm would be an awesome power to have. That's Eric Treadaway. Very thoughtful, Eric. Yeah. Get all up in them dreams. So Eric's Eric's the goth one of the uh, <laughs> of the four horsemen, right? Like said Eric in his uh, Robert Smith T-shirt. <laughs> right as they were uh, as they were asking this, he was kind of flipping uh, <laughs> flipping his hair out of his eyes and saying. And saying, excuse me. If I have to answer this, I will. I could be listening to Disintegration right now. (laughs) When I was a young boy. (laughs) Yeah, now we're on to MCR. Okay, Shane Ditsworth, which has a parenthetical that says the fifth horseman. Okay. Uh, even though he's the fourth one listed, but there are five guys here. I was, I kind of wondered, are there four guys? Are there more? It probably started as Are four, they all guys? Then, like the, the three uh, three amigos, and there was... Not the three amigos, fuck. The three musketeers. Well, there was also the three there amigos. There was three, but, but I was referencing the three musketeers. Okay. Uh, D'Artagnan, is he sure. kind of a fourth musketeer? Okay. Shane's Ditsworth says, The Flash, because he's a wisecracking smartass, which I can readily admit has gotten me in trouble around the studios many time in the past. Can I just ask a question mm-hmm. why wasn't it flash slash roadrunner in the crossovers with uh looney tunes remember the that you were you're just asking talking about? uh questions that are too complicated i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding uh well excuse me the speed force is not something that a, a run-of-the-mill roadrunner could well, tap into you know did you read that title which one the lobo roadrunner one no so here's what happens, I think, if I remember this correctly. Wiley Coyote and Lobo trade targets. <laughs> so like So Wiley Coyote is tracking some interstellar some insane, yeah, alien thing. That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. And yeah, Lobo's trying to get the the Roadrunner. And let me guess, he has no better luck than... Um, right, obviously. Now I want yeah. to read this. Now I straight up want to read this. <laughs> well, I've got a copy. For some reason, I bought all of those. Please Looney tell tunes. me there's a panel of Lobo smacking into the side of a mountain with a, a door drawn on it. I would guess that probably there is. You know how all of the... Maybe you don't know. All of those were in two parts where there was one that was more like on the DC, like standard DC type of things. And then there was one that was more cartoony and like Looney Tunes. So they all had like two stories in them. I don't think that the Batman or that the Batman Elmer Fudd was like that. It did. Was it? Yeah. There was a, there was a story in the back that was like this really obnoxious cartoon Batman. And 
Uh, I need to. I need to re. Yeah. re- they all had. They all had the two parts. So anyway. Okay. Uh, so I'm sure, yeah, in the cartoony version that, yes, Lobo smacks into a wall at some point. And finally, Jim Preziasi. <laughs> sure. Oh, man, this is – I don't know that this one holds up. He picks the comedian from Watchmen. Ooh, that's who I want to be. Time's up for Jim and the comedian. Um <laughs> Is described as having an abrupt and cruel personality and morally questionable behavior. <laughs> That's good stuff. Direct quote. Did you guys meet the fifth horseman, Shane? He's my he's my silk specter, if you know what I'm saying. Um. So I believe. Well, we've really tripped into some some weird thing I didn't intend on. But so Jim Preziasi has claimed that. He's he did a crime on that other guy on Shane Ditsworth who just wants to be the Flash. Well, this didn't go as planned. <laughs> I'm just imagining him going, put on this silk specter dress. That's a really dark thing to say. I don't know if it's like a wink, like I'm going to be the comedian and just do a big troll here with my thing, or troll. I just murdered some civilians. Lol. Well, I'm going to close this toy fair now because now I'm a little... Burn that. Four Horsemen, you're dead to me. I was such a fan of the Four Horsemen. Actually, I still am, but... He's probably But I'm always going to be a little skeptical around Jim. They probably kicked him out of the Horsemen when he assaulted his co-workers. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Actually, they probably... Shane is now just the fourth horseman. He was the fifth horseman. Now he's the back to the fourth because yeah. Jim's out. No, they definitely pushed uh, Jim out of a uh, 50th story window. Right. Uh, that's a reference to a comic. I get, I okay, get okay, all okay, these okay, references. Okay. Have, you, uh, have you read... You guys read this title? It's called The Watchmen? You know that movie, uh, Watchmen? Zack Snyder? Did you know it's based on a comic book? There's a, there's a vig- vigilante in there named Inkblot and... Uh, <laughs> I want to do like a rundown of the Watchmen, but get everything really wrong. <laughs> so there's this green guy. His name's uh, Professor New York. <laughs> He's like the Atomic Man. Um, that's about that's about as far he as goes. He are. goes to the planet Venus and builds himself uh, a little cabin. He makes sandcastles on Venus. Can you imagine this guy? Why am I like a Jersey. Hey, I'm reading Watchmen over here. <laughs> uh, it goes back to my uh, friend, my son's Fortnite friend. <laughs> Your son's Fortnite friend's yeah. favorite. Book I'm building well. a wall over here. <laughs> hey, build a wall. Hey, lock her up over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, so, in conclusion, Fortnite, I don't. Is it a bad game? I don't know. It's I, like the most popular game in the world right now. Isn't it just a knockoff of that other game? PUBG. Not exactly. I mean, yes, in that it's a Battle Royale Except they, game. they put Minecraft in it. Right. I need to play the game that... I need to play the PUBG. Because I haven't even played that. That's how... Yeah. I've just... That's played. for more serious games. Yeah, since I'm a grown-up adult man, I think I should probably be playing that instead. It just wasn't for free on the PlayStation 4, so When I... was the last time you played a game on your computer? Um, maybe five years ago, I downloaded Skyrim on Steam, and my graphics card wasn't 
good enough to run it very fast, and I downloaded so many mods that the game broke entirely. Yeah, I uh, a friend of mine when it first came out this and this is legitimately the last game I played on computer, but a friend of mine bought me uh, StarCraft Two. Yeah, when it first came oh, out because yeah. he wanted me to play with him. I remember that, and too. I really like strategy games a lot. I just don't ever play games that much anymore. But yeah, he bought me that because he wanted me to play. And I was like, okay, cool. And I put it on my laptop. And yeah, I was just like, oh, buddy, this computer cannot handle this game. That was the same with my, when it came out at the time, my computer could not handle. uh, Yeah, I remember like my little space Marines were just like lagging across the screen. And there's like a really good like uh, user interface that's got all this like active motion. And, but it's like, oh, can yeah. tell if your computer can't run it and it'll so just it, go to like a, a standard. Like, would you like to play text-based Starcraft? <laughs> <Right. laughs> it appears your computer can't handle real games. <laughs> Type Y. If you agree. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, should we talk about this other big boy action figure that we both got recently? If you want, or, you know, we can do whatever. Where are we at on time? I don't want to. We're only at an hour 10. Because you know when we get on one topic, we're going to well, be on that topic for 30 minutes. We're going to we're gonna try to keep it trim. Okay. But I just wanted to say that I like this new cable that I got. Ooh, me too. I found cable at Walgreens for $15 because they, I think it might already be over, but every Marvel Legends was 15 it's twenty five percent off. Yeah, you got a good deal. I so ended like, up hey, buying yeah. it. I don't know why. I was just like, was in this mood where I was like, I do not feel like hunting this entire wave of Deadpool's, and I'm going to end up buying them all anyway. And so I just yeah. ordered a case from Big Bad Toy Store. Right. So essentially, I got them all for retail price. <laughs> and then when you said you found cable for fifteen dollars, I was like, motherfucker! <laughs> I broke your system. Yeah. Um. But this boy is bulky. Uh, I like him. He there's so much shit going on with this guy. Yeah, I think everything. Uh, I saw the guy that that sculpted him. That apparently like sculpts everything for Hasbro right now on Instagram. Said that everything except like the torso and the legs was a new sculpt. So we're talking those beefy arms. We're talking the crazy pouches and packs and shoulder pads. That giant, yeah, accessory that's nothing but just two shoulder pads. Yeah, the enormous shoulder pads and and novelty-sized belt, the novelty-sized gun that the, the pouch onto that his hangs back. around his neck. Or yeah, whatever it is. that thing is. There's like a thing that looks like you know those. Arctic the dogs. dogs. Yep, I was gonna say the, the same Arctic thing. dogs that have the a same, barrel. <laughs> the Saint Bernards wow. that have the barrel of alcohol. Were those alcohol? Did you? Okay, I don't know. It seems like in the cartoons, I would always see they would have like the the XX on oh, really? them, which always kind of like. I thought it was like survival water. I don't know what the fuck it was. It's probably booze. It was probably like port wine because that's supposed to like. <laughs> warm you up or something so brandy i'm pretty sure i saw like lots of gags of either people or the dogs getting drunk off what was ever in that barrel i don't remember the gags about them getting drunk but that's pretty funny someone shout us out on twitter and tell us what what are those barrels what's the origin of those dogs with the barrels and what's in the barrel and why did (laughs) um it's trend hashtag uh hashtag at what's in the hashtag what's in the barrel (laughs) um 
either way, Cable has one of these barrels around his <laughs> neck with an X on it for X-Men, I assume. I think it's supposed to be just like his collar. Um, or I assume it is. I don't know why it's a separate piece. Yeah. I kind of want to super glue that down. So it's just not all jiggling around on there, you know? Yeah, I think it looks good when it's when he's standing upright. But when I laid it down, like, yeah. on a, a shelf, I realized, like, yeah, it kind of shifts yeah, down. And, like, and I was like, oh, it just looks like a necklace up. or it something. It looks like a noose. Yeah, it only works when he's standing upright. And it's, it's hard to get... This guy is so top-heavy. It's hard to get him to stand upright. Yeah, especially when you got that giant-ass gun secured to the back, yeah, which is a nice God. touch, by the way. I didn't realize until I opened him, but you can just put the gun on his back. Yeah, you don't there's have a to. little place where it snaps on, which is great. He's got a little um, gun holster, I guess, for one of his big... The smaller rig- gun. Rig- yeah, the yeah. middle gun, he's just got a hold. The yeah. middle-sized gun, he's just got a hold. And then he cause... can hold the shotgun-type... I guess it's like a future shotgun or something. Yeah. In one, he only has one like hand that can hold the gun. Yeah, the other one's got kind of the the palm up, so yeah, he can like. So, I mean, maybe they should have given him two gun hands. I don't know. Uh, he's still cool. He, of course, he's got the cool like eye flash effect. I don't know Cable, you know, like his backstory that well, but what's going on with 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 the eyes? Why does one eye have a light coming out of it? He's got. Some sort of His psionic powers. Like, no, well, he's a cyborgish, right? He's got like um, uh, some sort of biomechanical virus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, he uses psionic powers to keep it at bay so it doesn't take over his entire body. Yeah, it seems it's like a they weird have a, thing. Yeah, like a cure for that in the future, but I guess not. I just picked up. Okay, so when they. When they renumbered Cable, I don't know, maybe around this time last year when they started at number one, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I picked up the first story story arc of that, and it was pretty good, and then I I canceled that subscription. But then I picked it up again with – because they went back to the old numbers, so now it's back in the, like, 150s. Yeah. And the newest one, 155, I think, um, they kind of got more into the – the virus and he's like i in order to save his daughter is like letting it take over his body or so i don't know it's interesting it's got damn yeah it's gonna go back more into like his backstory i think it's some dark shit cable's cable's not a light-hearted character no which is why they pair him with deadpool the light (laughs) light light-heartedest yeah marvel characters it's a it's a classic straight man uh goofball comedy duo cable's constantly getting pies thrown in his big old face right uh he's on first talk (laughs) talk about um action uh angry action faces he's got a great one yeah i think it's good face sculpt yeah i love that figure just it's good in general just on many levels it's good and then now i've got kind of a original x-force new mutants thing going on where i've got him i've got the domino i've got the shatterstar i've got the warlock build a figure X twenty. Uh, I've got the wow. I've got the first appearance Deadpool. Oh yeah, uh, I still man. It's him. a good looking. Oh, it's a good looking set of set of figs. Um, you should do a um a gray suit like uh more updated X Force too with like the gray Deadpool. The I X, got him and X-23. I got X twenty three, but I don't really have anyone else. Yeah. Well, they haven't done them. Like they should do a Wolfsbane. Yeah, right? that's I agree. what they should do. Um, who else is on the team? I don't know. People are screaming at me right now. Dorks, 
bunch of dorks. <laughs> I do wish there was a Wolfsbane yeah. uh, figure. I feel like that's one that has never been. Oh. Re- was it even a Toy Biz figure? No, at any point? I really don't think so. Uh, uh, who is it? Warpath. Yeah, he was in, in it at one point, right? Psylocke, like at one point. Mm-hmm. A great like it was hard enough to get the purple suit Psylocke. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. That's gonna be one that people are just gonna have to customize. Yeah, because you, you're gonna get the purple suit later this year. It'd be a fun custom to do. I bet we'll see. But a the lot black of that. suit would be great for the X Force. Or did they do one? They did that really rare Psylocke from the box. It was like a Comic Con box set. Yeah, I don't remember what she was wearing. I think it was something purple. Probably. Who knows? You know, there's no way to tell. Damn it. You know what I did, Blake? Huh? I realized that there was a very big topic that we could have talked about tonight, and I missed it. And it's too late now, and I think it'll be nah, too late for us to hit Let's next add time. another 40 minutes. Just no, tease it. What do. is it? Tease it. I thought we should really have some fun with talking about this Mezco con- photo contest. and Oh, I didn't even think of that. And brainstorm. I should. This is why we need notes, man. I take notes. I mean... I was I talking to myself. I call notes. myself man. Remember, I'm Spider Man. You're Spider Male. If I was talking to you, I would say male. <laughs> okay. This is why we take notes, Thank male. <laughs> Thank you for recognizing that. Yeah. I wrote down some notes, but they didn't say anything about the Mezco photo contest because it like slipped my mind entirely. Just a brief rundown of what it is. Mezco's having a photo contest where uh, until April 18th, you can take a picture of your 112 collective superheroes in honor of Superhero Day, which was uh, like two days ago or something. And yeah, you'd be entered to win a, a contest. And it's to win an unnamed yeah, 112 figure? Yep, an exclusive one. Now, what if it's dumb? I don't know. At least it's ex- exclusive, even if it's dumb. It'll be rare. It'll be fine, yeah. It'd be it's fine. Like, I would still take it. It's Huckleberry Hound. They don't have a 112 Huckleberry Hound. They did a goddamn Popeye. Yeah, they're doing one. And I got them pre-ordered. Jesus. But yeah, it was going to be a funny conversation because I've got exactly three 112 figures to work with. So figuring out exactly what we would... We are going to do some funny shit. Mark my words. This is our audio record. (laughs) We'll talk about it next time uh, and make plans. We're going to make some funny photos. Well, it's only open until the 18th. So I don't think we'll be having a next time before this happens. Well, in between now and the next podcast, we will have done something. Or Adam will have done. We'll <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll put his guys in some compromising situations. So here's what we got. Yeah. For you to think about. Uh, Space Ghost. Mm-hmm. X-Men version Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yellow Suit Wolverine. Those and are the three we've the got The possibilities to work are literally endless. <laughs> Does anyone have... A Zorak <laughs> and a Brack. I'm talking about the Adult Swim figures. That's what I uh, thought we could do is just set up. Set up his talk show, but have yeah, the other guys Yeah, set up the ghost, the ghost Planet studio with... You know how I have... Uh, the- Deadpool is Zorak and Deadpool's Wolverine is Brack. Yeah. No, what here's here's what really gets you the prize. You know how he has like the TV set that comes down the Celebrity guesses on there? Like uh, superimpose like Wolverine onto the TV. Actually, that's a really good idea. Yeah, don't steal it. 
No, TM, you TM. don't. You don't have shit Mezco no, no toys. Else, I, I'll steal that if I no want to. No one else steal it. Oh, no yeah. one else no out one else there. Copyright it. me. I just copyrighted that idea for a photo. Now, how are we gonna make the Ghost Planet Studio? Uh, I'll start building right after this. <laughs> okay. I'll go out to the shop. Oh, we haven't used the shop in a while. <laughs> and by the shop, I mean the Photoshop. We're we're just gonna put them on a green screen. Not since Jim from Four Horsemen asked if he could borrow it. Wait, I don't what? Know. That was going to go somewhere dark about him taking victims out there, but... <laughs> oh, that's I the just, shed. You're thinking yeah, of the shed. Yeah, I just dropped it. That's where Jim does his, his uh, crimes to people. Um, did I talk about how I thought Popeye was an April Fool's joke? I yeah. legitimately thought Popeye was an April Fool's joke because I announced sent you, him on April I sent 1st. you the picture of it, yeah, and you were like... They were doing teases of, like, spinach and an anchor. And, yeah. Yeah, it's just spinach. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, they'd make a fucking $100 uh, high-end Popeye figure. And then here I came, sw- swooped in to save the day. Oh, no, Blake. It's happening. It is happening. And Several months later... Yeah, well, you know, you can't get anything from Mezco unless you're willing to wait a year <laughs> before you yeah, get it. It's it's kind of like I'm playing the long game on my Mondo Batman. Exactly. It'll be so worth it when it never comes out. Wouldn't that suck? Yeah, if they're like, uh, we, we decided to cancel it. <laughs> no refunds. <laughs> All right, well, are you ready to wrap it up then? Yeah. Let's go ahead and put a bow on it. Okay, uh, and the bow is our plugs. Yeah, I oh I'm not I'm not letting this thing get away from me without plugging. What I want you to do is I want you to visit me on Instagram. I'm very lonely. It's at Toy Vandal. You can visit Adam usually hangs out on Twitter though. That one is what at what? Shelf Life Atom A T O M. I just Got a Twitter question just now. I'm not going to oh, read good. it. No, we're plugging. Oh, good. We're plugging, but next no. time. Okay, is it good? We'll save it for next time. Yeah, it'll be a whole thing. That's funny that it just came now. Well, it came 21 Great. minutes ago. Right. I just oh, now okay. checked it. <laughs> um, at Shelf Life Atom on Twitter. Uh, at Toy Vandal on Instagram. And don't forget, if you listen to the podcast, whether you like it or not, please... Uh, go on iTunes and leave us a five star rating, and even maybe review a little us. a little review if you want. Write us, like us, review us, please. It would mean so much. Tell a friend. God, I'm so desperate. Get us, get us bumped it up on those search results. Get us on the charts. You know, we want to chart on iTunes. Um, number one toy podcast in the world. That's that's where I'm heading. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a goal. <laughs> they start. Start big, they say. Our podcast art is done by at Jekyll Draws on Instagram. Thanks to Jekyll. And our theme song uh, that we may or may not have by now is done by me and my band. Uh, mostly my bandmate, Josh Head. Yeah, I hope that uh, whets your appetite for next time <laughs> out there in Toyland. Until next time. As we always say, take care of each other. And while you're doing that, life in plastic, it's fantastic. Fantastic.